Hello, and welcome to H2 Tech Talk, the podcast series from H2 Tech, the hydrogen technology journal from Gulf Energy Information. I'm Anthresia McWashington, digital editor of H2 Tech, and your host for H2 Tech Talk. This week, we'll be sharing the top hydrogen news stories from the month of August. Before we get started, I'd like to remind you to please subscribe and share the H2 Tech podcast for expert discussions on technology and trends in the hydrogen sector. It's easy to subscribe. Just click the subscribe button on iTunes or Blueberry. Our first top story of the month comes from the port of Corpus Christi, where it was announced the port signed an MOU with Howard Midstream Energy Partners, stating their intention to convert Howard's Javelina Refinery Services facility into the region's first carbon-neutral hydrogen production facility. According to the MOU, Howard intends to capture its carbon emissions at Javelina, avoiding atmospheric release, which contributes to global warming. The parties will collaborate to identify uses for the residual carbon as well as capture and storage options. Captured carbon can be directed to industries that require it for production, such as steel, or that assimilate it, like cement. Howard's Javelina facility is strategically positioned in the port of Corpus Christi with pipeline connectivity to all six of the local refineries. Javelina controls approximately 6 million cubic feet per day of hydrogen production through a combination of hydrogen entrained in the refinery's waste gas that the facility processes and hydrogen produced through a steam methane reformer process. This hydrogen is currently sold back to refineries and other industries where it is used to remove impurities like sulfur during the refining process. The port of Corpus Christi and Howard ultimately hope to scale hydrogen production for exports to overseas demand centers. The port of Corpus Christi is uniquely suited to become a premier carbon capture and sequestration management hub based on the high density of industrial carbon emitters, a robust network of existing pipeline infrastructure, and the Port Authority's ownership of lands leading to state waters in the Gulf of Mexico. Academics from the University of Texas at Austin have mapped the geology of the Texas Gulf Coast and determined this region is uniquely suited for injection and storage of pressurized carbon. The Port of Corpus Christi has committed to developing much-needed infrastructure to collect and pressurize carbon for injection in permanent geological storage formations offshore in the Gulf of Mexico. On August 7th, the IPCC released its sixth assessment report, which calls for immediate, unified, and aggressive action if the nations of the world are to avoid the most dire impacts of climate change, such as devastating drought and more frequent and intense storms. The report defines the imperative for elimination of all carbon emissions by 2050 and for the development of infrastructure to capture and permanently store carbon. In the wake of this report, the Port of Corpus Christi has redoubled its commitment to lead atmospheric decarbonization of the energy sector and to embrace the energy transition. In our next top story, Technip Energies, 
announced that it has completed testing on burner technology for zero carbon applications. The LSV burner is a cost-effective, low-NOx combustion solution. This technology has been applied successfully over the past 15 years in cracking furnace and hydrogen reformer installations in both new or retrofitted projects. The burner can now be applied to different process heating applications and combustion air supply modes and also is suitable for a wide range of fuel gas compositions and firing configurations. This successful test demonstrates the potential use of LSV in avoiding direct carbon emissions by substituting 100% hydrogen for methane or other fuel gases. Stan Nets, Technique Energy CTO, said that this is another example of how the company can advance the energy transition by testing new ways to reduce carbon emissions improve energy efficiency, and set the stage for wide application across many industries to replace hydrocarbon-based feedstock with clean burning hydrogen. In our next story, a research team at Ulsan National Institute of Science and Technology in North Korea has converted liquid ammonia to hydrogen with new technology. The team led by Professor Kim in the School of Energy and Chemical Engineering at UNIST, has developed a breakthrough in technology that efficiently converts liquid ammonia into hydrogen. Their findings have attracted significant attention from academic research communities owing to its new analysis protocol capable of finding optimal process environments. In their study, the research team succeeded in producing green hydrogen in large quantities with a purity of nearly 100% by decomposing liquid ammonia into electricity. According to the research team, this method consumed three times less power than hydrogen made using electrolysis of water. Ammonia has emerged as an attractive potential hydrogen carrier due to its extremely high energy density and ease of storage and handling. Moreover, the electrolysis of ammonia to produce nitrogen and hydrogen only requires an external voltage of 0.06 volts theoretically, which is much lower than the energy needed for water electrolysis, the research team noted. In this study, the research team proposes a well-established procedure using an operando gas chromatography that enables us to reliably compare and evaluate the new catalyst for ammonia oxidation. According to the research team, with the protocol, they could distinguish in detail the competitive oxidation reaction between the ammonia oxidation and oxygen evolution reactions with real-time monitoring. With the use of flower-like electro-deposited PT catalyst, researchers have efficiently produced hydrogen with less power consumption, which is significantly lower than that of the water splitting process. The research team also says that the use of this rigorous protocol should help to evaluate the practical performances for ammonia oxidation, thus enabling the field to focus on viable pathways towards the practical electrochemical oxidation of ammonia to hydrogen. This study has also been featured on the inside back cover of Journal of Material Chemistry A, which was made available online in March 2021, ahead of final publication in May. 
This research has been carried out with the support of Lot Chemical, Ministry of Science and ICT, and the National Research Foundation of Korea. In our next top story, Lindy announced plans to build a two megawatt electrolyzer in Austria for the semiconductor industry. The company has signed a long-term agreement with Infineon Technologies for the on-site production and storage of high-purity green hydrogen alongside the supply of other industrial gases. It will be the first time green hydrogen is used in Infineon's semiconductor manufacturing process. Lindy will build, own, and operate the 2-megawatt electrolyzer plant at Infineon's Villach site in Austria. The plant will produce green hydrogen using proton exchange membrane technology from ITM Power, which Lindy will then purify to meet the rigorous specifications needed in Infineon's manufacturing process. The use of this high-purity green hydrogen is part of Infineon's plans to reduce greenhouse gas emissions at their Villox site. The company will also build, own, and operate a compact air separation unit at the Villox site to deliver a reliable supply of nitrogen in addition to a bulk storage system to supply additional industrial gases to meet Infineon's expanding requirements. The new facilities are expected to start up in 2022. Tom Reisinger, the board member operations at Infineon Technologies Austria says, finding sustainable methods of manufacturing is essential to achieving our climate targets. By introducing an electrolysis system at the Infineon Veloc site, we are equipping ourselves for the future by securing the essential supply of high-purity hydrogen while reducing our emissions. In our next top story, Man Energy and Andres Hydro have completed a strategic framework agreement to jointly develop international projects for the production of green hydrogen from hydropower. A pilot project in Europe will mark the start of the collaboration. Subsequently, the companies want to jointly identify further projects and implement them in the context of the German federal government's Hydrogen Global Initiative. H2 Global is a market-based funding platform which aims to efficiently promote the market launch of green hydrogen and hydrogen-based power-to-X products. For this purpose, Hydrogen energy partnerships are to be established with countries with a correspondingly high potential to provide a long-term, cost-effective, and reliable green hydrogen supply to Germany and the EU. The companies are aiming to launch an initial joint pilot project before the end of 2021 to provide about 650 tons of green hydrogen by using an electrolysis output of up to 4 megawatts initially for local use. In follow-up projects designed for the export of hydrogen, the installed electrolysis output is expected to increase to up to 100 megawatts in the coming years. Frank Met, CEO of Andritz Hydro in Germany, says hydropower is one of the few completely climate-neutral forms of energy, which is capable of providing baseload power. The company therefore sees excellent potential for worldwide expansion in new construction projects just as much as in repowering. 
by adding the possibility of producing hydrogen to hydropower plants, the company is taking the next step and also making the energy generated therefore ready for export and storage without restriction. Together with Man Energy Solutions, the company can open up new markets and opportunities for the operators. Our final top story is on a consortium that has agreed to develop a 10 megawatt electrolysis plant in Chile. The companies Inagas, Acciona Energia, and GNL Quintero have partnered to develop an electrolysis plant in Quintero Bay for green hydrogen production. The operation of the Green Hydrogen Bahia Quintero project seeks to offer a clean and sustainable energy alternative, contributing to the decarbonization process of the country's energy matrix and the environmental recovery of the communes in the Valparaiso region. The plant will be located in the GNL Quintero regasification terminal. It will have a nominal power of 10 megawatts, an initial production of 500 tons per year, which will gradually increase depending on the demand for green hydrogen generated in the area. The project contemplates an estimated investment of $30 million. The green hydrogen produced can have multiple applications to replace other fuels in industrial processes, mining, in ports, either alone or mixed with natural gas, and in transportation applications. Among others, in the future, it could be injected into the natural gas distribution networks for industrial or residential consumption in different parts of the country. Antonio Basigalupo, general manager of GNL Quintero, says the company emerged as a country project to contribute to Chile's energy security, which has been achieved in the most diverse energy stress scenarios for which it has passed the country in the last 12 years. Today, to face the challenge of decarbonizing the energy matrix, the company put their experience with LNG and operational knowledge at the disposal of this new green hydrogen project destined for the central area of the country. The operation of GNL Quintero is recognized for its commitment to sustainability, the maintenance of high environmental standards, and the development of the community. This wraps up our roundup of the top hydrogen news stories for the month of August. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to share and subscribe to the H2 Tech Talk podcast on Apple Podcasts or Blueberry.